and I can kind of get down, I'll be like grumping around a little bit. And Scott's like, dude, check yourself. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Happy New Year. It's 2022. And before we hop into today's episode, we just kind of wanted to go over a couple of things because the format's going to change here just a little bit for 2022 because we've got some new things going on. Yeah, we're real excited this year. We've decided to change it up just because we've added a few new sponsors this year. We're excited about that. So thank you for everyone that sponsors the podcast. We wanted to start off the year in a little different manner just because it's time to change it up a little bit. And I feel it's you know, we've got a new format. We'll yeah. see how it goes. You know, yeah. we're going to do it dirty here. Do we have it hundred percent figured out? No, <laughs> no. Nope. But like Scott said, we've got some sponsors. So that makes the, the format a little bit different because mm-hmm. we've got to fit that in there. And we just wanted to do a better job of letting you guys know what is going on yeah. with us. What's going on kind of behind the scenes. Cause we yeah. don't always talk about that a whole lot. So yeah. just going to let you right on in. Yeah. So one of the things we're excited about to start off the year is with our new 2022 planner guide for your landscaping season. It's going to help you figure out yeah, this is a free download that yep. we've got you for you guys. So Scott yeah, will run through it here real quick. We'll have links for it everywhere in the mm-hmm. notes on our web pages, all of the places. You guys know the drill. We'll have it everywhere. And if you're following us on social media, I'm doing posts on this. I actually just finished up one this afternoon on this. You'll be seeing us popping up live talking yeah, about talking this. About so this, it's everywhere. This one basically has you review your past and then from the past and you can make decisions on your future. So in this guide, we're going to kind of walk you through and, and figure out what your revenue was, what you expected to make, what you actually made. We go into reviewing things like breaking it down to different divisions and, and uh, looking at jobs that went great, what didn't go so great. So it, it's a it's an awesome, awesome planner. It gets you thinking on different things and it helps you plan out for your season. Yeah, he's got a copy of it here. Yep. So I was just seeing. So yeah, it's just a review of 2021. Like Scott said, because if you don't measure what you have already done, then it's hard mm-hmm. to kind of move forward yeah. from that. You know, you've got to you've got to track what you're doing. If you want to make measurable progress, then you've, you've got to at least track it. Yeah. So it's got that on there. What else you got? We start, oh. Then we start diving into upcoming seasons. Because once you start looking at what went great, what, you know, what do you want to continue doing next year? So like if you did, you know, added some new things this year, maybe you added water features and lighting. But, you know, the water features did awesome, but the lighting, not so much. So you kind of start looking at it and figure out, well, is it because I wasn't selling it? Was I not marketing enough or just our crews didn't get it? Things didn't vibe and it wasn't a good fit for us. Then, okay, then maybe we need to look at not continuing lighting next year or whatever it is. You know, just you need to look at things in a different manner than just we're going to do this and hammer it down and make it work. Yeah, it's worth it to take that little bit of time mm-hmm. to go ahead, nose around into last year's numbers a little bit and figure out what worked, what didn't work. Mm-hmm. What do you want to take into your 2022 season? And then from there, you're going to start in the in the planner. The rest part is going to be planning out your 2022. So you're going to look at some of the numbers again. You know, what are your sales goals? So, you know, do you need you want to plan more? Everybody wants to always increase their profits. But when you do that, it's going to start taking effect on other things. You may have to hire more people or hire more, you know, operations manager. You need to start evaluating all these different things when you start making these decisions. So this planner will definitely help you walk you through that and get you, get oh, you, at least get you started. So that's pretty much it. So the link to that is milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash 2022 guide on, we'll put it all over everywhere. So definitely uh, check it out. Just pop in your email and it'll get sent to you. So, 
the podcast for today. We're going to talk about goal setting. It's very mm-hmm. prudent. It's the beginning <laughs> of the year. So um, hang on. We'll be right back to chat about that. Okay, welcome back, everybody. We're going to talk about goal setting for the new year. And I don't want this to be like one of those like goal setting <laughs> sessions and conversations. <laughs> I don't want it to be like that. But what, one thing that I've noticed is when it comes to setting goals, too many people don't set big enough goals. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, they like to play it safe and they might just be a little bit scared to do it. And I think people don't do it because they think that if they don't then hit whatever goal they set, then they're a failure. You know, maybe you set the goal to do 500,000 in revenue this year and you didn't hit it. And it's easy to kind of just spiral into that negativity of like, oh, I'm a failure. I didn't do it. What? Oh, I'm awful. You know, the drill, that's oh, yeah. the spiral. And I think that is a lot of a huge issue. People don't want to not succeed at things. And, you know, I set my goal. I just didn't do it. So right. it's important. There's no reason behind it. But I don't want people to be scared to make these bigger, bigger goals. Because if you just set a whole bunch of like easy goals, then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I hit that. Great. (laughs) And so we'll talk more about that in a second. But just to kind of like be real for a little bit, like I have a history of kind of like feeling like I'm never good enough or never doing it enough. And you know, if we're going to get like, you know, into therapy, let's, let's, let's make this in a little therapy session of, you know, do I need to put some gentle music on? Gentle music on and like, Katie, where does this come from? Where, where do you think this stems from? <laughs> stems from? I honestly don't know. Maybe it's because like I'm one of four children. I'm a middle child, and I was born in the '70s, raised in the '80s. Like we were just ignored a little bit. I mean, <laughs> not ignored. I had lovely parents, but you know, it was a different time. I had an older sister that was like very talented, very smart, very musical. Like so, we were always like going to her music stuff. And then I had younger siblings that needed to be cared for. And it was easy for me to kind of just get lost in the shuffle. And so it wasn't really until I went away to college that I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many things out here in this <laughs> world that I can do. And so then once I kind of got out there, I wanted to do like, I wanted to do all the things. And that's when I really <laughs> kind of turned into, you know, this, oh, yeah. the crazy, ambitious, go, 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 do, 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 like set a goal, get it, set a goal, get it. Like I didn't just go away to school. Like I went and I was in a sorority. I was in the forestry department, so I was not only in the honors fraternity for the Society of American Foresters uh, at Purdue, I ran it. I ran the clubs. I did all of the things. I studied in Sweden for a summer. And so, like, if anything, I am guilty of setting, like, way too many (laughs) goals. And so it is a little bit crazy to me when people are too scared to set goals because I, like, sometimes have a hard time turning it off. Mm -hmm. This transpires into your daily life, too. It does. And we have a child that acts exactly like me and it drives Scott insane. Um, Our youngest son is just like me. Like every day he has this like grandiose list of all the things we're going to do. It'll be eight o'clock at night. We're going to do this. We're going to watch a movie. We're going to do this and this and this. Whoa. And it's like reel it in. I know. But he can't help it. He definitely gets it from me. Well, and we kind of did the same thing in the landscaping business, you know, for the family business. It's like, no, we're not just going to do ponds. We're going to be the best damn pond builder in this area. Mm -hmm. And so... It did. It transpired to everything. You know, I took like I read every freaking book, every magazine, went to any training I could. And I did everything I could to be the best and, and set our team up to be the best. And we call it kind of Molchanning because we kind of yes, we well, go above and beyond. If you're new to the podcast, our, <laughs> our last name is Molchan. Yes. And so if you go in, above and beyond and like take it maybe a little too seriously and just <laughs> like 
and just hit that ball all the way home. We, we call that mole chanting. Yeah, like we, sometimes you need to tone it down a little bit. It can get irritating, but it, it, it is. It's it called is. mole chanting. Yeah, we never half-ass anything. Well, and I don't want to say, I mean, because we do it's, tell people to do it dirty. Yes. We don't half-ass it in the standpoint of we just go for it, mm-hmm. I guess. We're okay with messing up and not getting it right and Correct. not doing it perfect. But we're not okay with not trying. Yeah. That's what I think yeah. Scott means by not half-assing. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to do everything to the best of our abilities that we know at that point in time, no matter what. Yes. We're not afraid to set that big, hairy, scary goal mm-hmm. and just go for it. Because yeah. I have had people ask me, even like I referenced my sister earlier, that you know, as kids, she was the one who was smart and it was in musical and all this stuff. But as adults, she's been like, so how do you guys just like start businesses and like do these things? Like when we started Million Dollar Academy, mm-hmm. she's like, you're just going to like be online business coaches. And we're like, yeah, we're just going to go for it. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. She, yeah. And she just like <laughs> looked at me like I'm bananas, but we're ambitious enough and we're mm-hmm. not afraid of those big, hairy, scary goals and we'll just yeah. go for it. Yeah. So it's kind of exciting, I think. Yeah. And it's okay because even if we don't reach whatever big, ginormous, hairy, scary goal that we set, we're okay with it because we use that kind of just like as a tool to get through all those smaller goals. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? We hit a lot of smaller goals on the way to those big, hairy, scary goals. You also are setting yourself up for that when you do get to that goal, because you're going to take everything to get to that goal, even if you don't get to it. But, you know, you might be increasing your marketing. You might be hiring more people or outsourcing things or whatever it is. And you're going to move your way up, even if you don't get to that right. big so goal. So when you're thinking about your 2022, what kind of like big, hairy, scary goal can you set? And the sole purpose of that goal, like I want you to set one that you're not going to reach. Like we didn't mm. reach the goals that I had for our million dollar yeah. academy last year. Did not reach it. But you know what? I learned a lot on the way there. And I'm going to set another big, hairy, scary goal this year. I'm just going to mm. keep doing it. So I want you to do that for your business. What mm. goal can you set that's just going to scare you just like a little bit <laughs> and use that goal, set that goal and then detach yourself from the outcome of it just a little bit. Like, don't beat yourself up because you don't do it or don't achieve it. I mean, it's awesome if you do. If you do if you do achieve it, that's like bonus. But use that to make the little goals that are along the way less scary because, you know, your mind will trick you. Like, <laughs> those goals will become less scary because mm-hmm. when those aren't the end point, when those are just little stepping stones on your way to this big, ginormous goal, I promise you, you're going to breeze right through them a lot easier. And the, these goals could be, you know, not only just revenue, you can look at personal goals like that. I want to be home at five o'clock at night with my kids or, or four o'clock with your kids, whatever it is. Or I want to take my kids to school or I want to get out of the field. I want to, you know, spend less time in the field and, and work on the business. It's right. Those types of things you need to be looking at. Because like we said, it's it's what you learn on the way to the big, hairy, scary goal that's important. Mm-hmm. Hitting that big, huge goal isn't what it matters. It's the lessons and everything that you learn on the way. Because along your way, and this is something that I'm going to work on for 2022, is you need to make sure that you are indeed acknowledging the smaller wins along the way. I'm not saying don't acknowledge smaller wins. I'm a little bit guilty of this. I don't always sit back and look at the progress that I have made because I do get so focused on the future and I can kind of get down. I'll be like grumping around a little bit. And Scott's like, dude, check yourself. (laughs) Right? It is. Scott, he's much better um, at looking at the smaller wins than I am. So that's something that I do want to do. So I'm going to keep setting those those big goals, but I am going to look for those smaller wins a little bit more. Mm -hmm. An easy way to do this is if you have weekly meetings with your team, go around in the circle and have everybody say like, what's one win for the week from this past week? It can be personal. It can be something in business, but get that conversation started and have, you know, everybody talk about more of the positive, you know, 
what went right. I, I actually love this idea because this is going to bring that positivity to your business, especially if so many people be getting negative and just the way things are anymore. Negativity just it's terrible and it'll eat a hole in your business if you don't get it out of there. So just doing these like little meetings like this mm-hmm. brings that positivity back into it and keeps everybody kind of pumped up and, and working towards whatever your goal is. So yeah, I, I do like that idea. Yeah, I think most people have heard of setting that, that SMART goals it's like uh, the specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, or relevant, I've yeah. heard it called as well, and then time-based. And I really like that. But definitely set that big, hairy, scary one on the end of that. Yeah. So all I wanted to get across for this podcast is <laughs> don't set your goals too small. Don't sell yourself short. I think that you can do it, and I think you'll learn a lot on the way, and you'll be happy that you have blown past all those little smaller goals on the way to your big, scary one. Well, one of our goals was talking about this was to actually create a course on goals. And mm-hmm. it's one of our goals is to get one out here fairly soon. It's Not sure exactly. Yes. Yeah. And get that out. And, and it's about setting these goals because it's very important. Well, if you're not aiming towards something, what are you going to do? You know, yeah. when you play baseball, the pitcher doesn't just throw the ball anywhere. Yeah. He's aiming to get it over the plate. So you have to be aiming at something. Yeah. Always, you're just in business and you're just kind of keep spinning your wheels. And I can say early on, we didn't do any of this in our business. It was just work, 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 get more oh, work and work, work, yeah, work. It was just sell more jobs, get yep. the jobs done and then do more jobs. Yeah. Right? There was never any goals. And I think it was no. in, actually, it probably was you that actually kind of stepped in. And when we started doing stuff in the business and helped us, hey, we need to figure out certain yeah. goals to help us push forward. So I like I, to know where I'm going. Yeah. I like to know what's going on. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it does make a big difference. And, you know, some of you might not believe, ah, that's just, you don't need to do that. You'll be surprised once you actually apply this and do that because you'll find yourself moving forward and making those little wins yeah. and moving up to that big win. So. Right. Well, because like what you measure and what you track grows. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you set these goals is because You've got something to work towards and then you're tracking yourself along the way. Mm-hmm. That looking back and giving yourself high fives for those little wins, that's a way to track it yep. and bring it up. So that way, you know, like I said, don't be afraid to go big. Dream big. Dream big. And then <laughs> I, one thing I would add to this is when you make these goals, keep it somewhere that you can see it. Don't just write these goals down and put it in your dresser drawer or your desk drawer, I should say, mm-hmm. and just keep it put away. Keep it out so you can actually see it and review it. You know, like put it right next to your desk where you're doing estimates or in your yeah. truck or whatever it is. Keep it out so you can see it and then remind yourself, oh, this is why I'm doing this. We've got like I'm... a marker board up in the office yeah. and I'll put goals up there. Yeah, yeah. You, just... she actually has a picture of a, a camper that we want to buy at some point. It, and it's up there. It just helps us keep moving. That's forward. true. Completely un business related, mm-hmm. but we love to travel. Yep. You know, we like to go around in our campers. Yep. We've never had a fifth wheel camper. That's yep. like we've gone through the progression of campers. Well, we've <laughs> had tents. We've had like just the pop up campers. Yep. We had a hybrid camper. We've had travel trailers. No, no. Obviously, a fifth wheel is just the next step in the process. Just so. seems pretty logical to me, but it is. But the the one I have picked out costs as much as our house. And so, so that is a big, hairy, scary goal. Yeah. Am I going to get that fifth wheel this year? Probably not, <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's not up on the board. No, so. no, I gotta, gotta keep planning and keep looking for those goals. And let us know if you're interested in actually doing this course like we talked about. Let us know. Put it in a comment section. We'd love to hear it because we want, you We're know. We're trying to get it done. Yeah. Hopefully in Feb- by February. Yeah. In February. Yeah. We want to get it we'll done it and, and get it out for everybody. So, yeah. Drop in the comments. Let yeah. us know what your big, hairy, scary goal is. Yep. And I'll just real quick, too, don't forget to, to oh, yeah. grab the get download. It's milliardarlineskeeper.com forward slash 2022 guide. All right. You ready for your exit questions? Let's I got do here. it. Exit yep. questions. What is your favorite microwavable food? Favorite microwavable food? Uh, like some things are good in the microwave. Some things are not good in the microwave. That's a tough one. I don't, I mean, I always eat a lot of leftovers in the microwave, but. 
Yeah, but even it's, those are better in the toaster oven, in my opinion. But yeah, I'm not going to take you're, your question. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the toaster oven. So I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I have a favorite food in the microwave. I mean, Scott, 20 years ago, I think it would have been hot pockets. Yeah, I probably ate a lot of hot pockets back then. Yeah, back but the perhaps not anymore. Yeah, tastes changed a little bit. I prefer <laughs> not to eat microwave microwave food well, if you, I don't have gro- to. You've grown out of the hot pockets <laughs> now that you're 44. That's yeah, crazy. Know, it's not great on my body. Okay. <laughs> Popcorn's uh, always a good fame. Okay, uh, that's kind also. of a good default. Yeah. yeah. Although popcorn on the stove is really good. Yeah, that's very true. All right, we'll go with popcorn. <laughs> if you could be guaranteed one thing in life besides money, what would it be? Ooh, that's a deep question. Yep, we're getting now. We need to play that therapy. Wow, music yeah. Um, one thing, that I could, if I could be guaranteed, I just like seeing everybody happy. So I like seeing that's you and one. the kids being happy all the time. Like it's kind of like Christmas. I always like seeing everybody happy. I don't like. I wouldn't care if I didn't get any gifts. I just like seeing you guys open up. So. Oh, that's so sweet. That's such a nice one. All right, now we'll just go completely 180. Your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather it sound like Elmo or Kermit the Frog? Probably Kermit the Frog. That's a that's a good choice. I think think you would get punched a lot. Yeah, Elmo Elmo. would drive me nuts. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Good choice. (laughs) All right, thanks for joining us, everybody. Yep. Have a great day. Hey everyone, just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message.